0: Hey y'all, um, we've got a Monday edition of Man of the Musings podcast, um, just because Kevin's got a wonky work schedule this week. So this week, it's just the two of us. Sorry, I know we've had guests on the, basically almost every episode this year, uh, this season rather. So you just have to listen to us. Um, we're going to talk about some of the things that have happened in college football, and um, you know, what's going on with UNC basketball, and some of the college basketball stuff. We're definitely going to touch on our day in New York City and Brooklyn yesterday, for sure. Um, If you guys haven't seen the post on the Manly Musings podcast, Instagram, go check it out. You can check out the post that Kevin and I both put out there as well. Um, We'll dive into that. We'll definitely talk about um a couple other things related to West Virginia. Um, And then kind of just see where the episode takes us. We've got a hard... You know, deadline. So Kevin, go do his uh, yoga and his stretching tonight. So we want to get him out here in a timely manner. Um, And maybe it's a good thing we don't have guests because usually those go really long. Well, I mean, honestly,
1: like like I've said, I we're about this episode nine, episode sixty one overall. We've had a guest pretty much every week for you guys, and I think. You know, just going back to basics, just the two of us for today. And we're just going to give a little recap in the sports world. There's not too much that has happened because typically not too, too much happens on a Monday, but yeah. yeah, it's keeping it super simple today on this Monday evening.
0: The only thing that happens on Monday is black Monday after the NFL season and they fire every head coach <laughs> about it. It's true. It's really about it. Um, so let's talk about the best news probably in college football and the most surprising news, I, th- I would have to say at the same time. Deion Sanders is now the head coach at the University of Colorado. I didn't think he'd go to Colorado, to be completely honest with you. I thought he would stay in Florida or, you know, I would have thought Auburn would have gone after him or somebody else. Um, so interesting spot for him, to say the least.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Colorado definitely was a surprise to me. And it was interesting when the reports started coming out that they were one of the first schools to to reach out to him. But uh, you know, after a couple of days of thinking about it, you know, I think Colorado is a place like Colorado probably is the best place for him. Um I think, you know, with Dion. You know, first he started off at Jackson State, putting HBCUs on the map. Um, he worked he did, I don't know how many seasons he was there. I think it was around three seasons, but he had a great three seasons over there with them, uh, got them to national prominence. You know, had you had people talking about Jackson State like they never have before. And I think how he took a place like Colorado, who's had a rich tradition in college football. They've won a national championship before in its history. They haven't been relevant in probably the last 20 years. So I think he probably took it as a challenge to maybe start off. And, you know, yes, we probably have assumed him to go to those big schools in Florida, but Hey, why not try some, you know, he, he wanted something different. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely got it over at Colorado props to Colorado for giving the shop, given, uh, giving him a shot, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I I forward the video conference of him meeting the Colorado players for the first time, and he pretty much was straight up and honest with them. He goes, I want everybody in here right now. Go ahead. Do your thing in the transfer portal. It's he makes more room for us to keep the best here. Yeah. Unless you're the best, we're going to try to make you quit. And we're going to make you work because I,
0: I love that. line. Coming. I love that line where he goes. If someone asked him, what are the summer workouts going to be like? He's like, you might have a couple of days off, but you're going to be here every day. And you're going to work and we're going to work you until you either quit or you're better. I thought that was fantastic. Um, that video, if you guys have not watched it, it is up on YouTube um, straight up made me feel like I wanted to run through a wall for that guy and I don't play college football. So if you're a college football player, especially at the university of Colorado or Colorado university, whatever one it is, um, you should be amped up. There should be no player on that team that doesn't come ready to fight. I know from his other press conference with the actual press that his son is going there. His son is transferring straight up to Colorado. to Colorado. So he's got his quarterback that he wants. I bet he takes that damn uh, tight end and that cornerback that he brought to Jackson state to the top in the country two years, like a year, just a year ago in from high school, those boys are going to Colorado. Um, His quote though, I'm bringing my (laughs) Louie means he's, he's there for business. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with a program that let's be Frank has been one of the worst in the past 10 years. And they used to be a decent school, decent football program. So let's hope they can get back to that.
1: I think they had a couple of good years, like within the last like five years, I remember there was a time they were like somewhere in the Pac-12, but like they never have like ever made it to the top where it's like Colorado consistently every year. It's like, you're good for a year. Then you're back to the bottom again of the Pac-12. Then you know you're in the middle. Then you're good for year. So we'll see what happens if Prime can get them to be together. I'm very interested to see what recruiting's gonna look like. I'm excited to see who he's gonna bring in. Like you just mentioned a bunch of those guys. You know, here he already announced his son's coming with him to Colorado. How many more, how many of those guys from Jackson State are gonna make the move to Colorado? So I'm a, I'm definitely intrigued about what's going on over there with the Buffs in Colorado.
0: Me too. I'm gonna definitely be paying attention more in 2023. I did like though where uh, I think they interviewed the athletic director and they were asking, "Where do you get the money from to pay somebody like Dion?" Because his salary, you know, is not going to be cheap. Uh, and he goes, "Don't worry about it. I have you know." It's basically he has an IOU out to Dion. Um, on coming to that to go into Buffalo, he's like, Yeah, or Colorado, rather. And he went, Yeah, don't worry, we'll, we're gonna get it. We, we've got the resources. It's like, Okay, so you convinced this man to come here, good for you. I can't wait to see what this guy does for this program. He's gonna make this team more relevant. And of course, with the rumors f- flying all around, since you know, USC and UCLA are leaving the big, uh, to the Big Ten. The rumor has been that Colorado is going to come back to the big 12 and bring ASU, Arizona, and Utah with them. That would be massive if that actually happens because now you're in a prominent football or or prominent of the big five, right? It's one of the better big five conferences. Pac-12, let's be honest. It's a low tier top five, top you know, big five school area, like conference area. Uh, they haven't done well in a lot of different sports. So I think this move, if that happens, that will be massive for him because all of a sudden it's now I'm going up against big boys in, in the big 12. So not to say he's not going up against really good competition in the Pac 12 with Oregon, Stanford, I would say UCLA and U- USC, but they're gone. But ASU, like there are still good schools, but they are better schools somewhere else that if conference realignment works, he's going to have a hell of a time. And it's going to be fun to see what he does.
1: Yeah. I, you brought up the point of USC and UCLA going to the big 10. I totally, totally forgot about that whole thing. until so you just said that, but yeah, uh, it's going to be prime time he said it plenty and plenty of times and it is the words of the players he's coming and i'm excited for him to arrive because it's going to be real exciting
0: oh, it's it will be and if those players aren't ready for it man i don't i don't know what to say like what to do like <laughs> that just would be horrible um let's talk college basketball though this is crazy and we all, this happens all the time This isn't something we shouldn't be surprised about with college basketball in the rankings, but the rankings came out again today. The Tar Heels have decided to lose, I think, three or four in a row and went from number one to not ranked. Heesh. Yeah, not good. But I also don't think Duke's ranked either, so I'm okay with it. Um as long as Duke's not ranked and UNC is not ranked, I'm it's okay. If Duke was ranked, I'd be really mad. <laughs> um, but I do believe who is up top. I got to remember, uh, it's been a been a day for for me over here. Oh, while we're looking this information up, Baker Mayfield. will talk about that too. It's Houston. Houston's still at the top right now.
1: If I'm looking at the AP 25 top five right now, Houston. Number two, Texas. Yeah. Number three, Virginia. Number four, Purdue.
0: And we and played those boys five. good.
1: Yeah, and number five, the Huskies of Yukon. Wow, they came out of nowhere. They, you know, well, you know what they they had they did really well in the Phil Knight Invitational in Oregon as well. So, I mean, they props to them because yeah. they, they put on a show. Uh, I'll give you the rest of the top ten merit. Uh, number six, you got Kansas, mm-hmm. seven Tennessee, eight Alabama, nine Arkansas, ten Arizona, and then yes, you uh. So your your hatred for the Duke Blue Devils—they are currently at number fifteen, and then pretty much rounding out the last. There's a bunch of other teams. I'll let you know the last five. Ooh. Iowa State, Creighton, San Diego State, Mississippi State, TCU, and Ohio State—the last twenty to twenty-five.
0: I do see that West Virginia got some votes in there. Yes, we did yeah. get about
1: eight votes. I think if I got that correctly, but yep. um, you know, us losing to Xavier didn't help things. Ah, I believe God. we'll talk about West we'll talk about West Virginia basketball in a little bit, but uh, your Tar Heels, sir.
0: They just they, I don't know what's going on. It's you, you probably could have seen the writing on the wall in the first few games where they were close games to no name teams that they should have been easily blowing out. So I, and then apparently one of their better players is out for four to six weeks because he broke his hand at practice. So that doesn't help you out. Um, hopefully they can rebound. It's we're only a month into the season, really. There's a lot of basketball left to be played. A lot of things will be up and down throughout the rest of the year. You don't know what Cinderella team out of nowhere is going to be a top ranked team on any given night. So it will be interesting, but I do want to see them turn this around Um, from things I've seen, the highlights that I've seen it, just doesn't look like they're on the same page, um, which is not a good, good sign. So hopefully it works out, but, um keeping with the college vibe here we were together yesterday when this news broke college playoff is set the bowls will be announced i think it's by tomorrow correct
1: no bowl bowl games are already all bowl games have been
0: they've been allocated okay i couldn't remember i thought they did it the following day and they just did like the the New Year's New Year's Day bowls, um,
1: I can let you know the bowl games if you're interested, sir.
0: I'm gonna pull it up, but yes, go through it.
1: All right, so we'll talk about the top four first. So you have the Fiesta Bowl that's going to be with on December 31st. You have Michigan versus TCU, and the Peach Bowl oh. in Atlanta, in which you'll have Georgia going up against Ohio State.
0: Oh my God, those will be great games
1: the rest of the bigger bowls that year, Rose Bowl, Utah versus Penn State, uh, Cotton Bowl, USC versus Tulane, which is going to be very interesting. Um, Sugar Bowl, Alabama versus Kansas State, and then the Orange Bowl, wrapping up the big six of the bowl games, going to be Tennessee versus Clemson. I am very interested to see that Utah versus Penn State game. I think that's going to be a good one. And yeah. the, how after the showing that USC had, if they're going to be able to bounce back against a Tulane team.
0: I'm going to I'm intrigued by the Tennessee Clemson game because those are going to be two backup quarterbacks going against each other.
1: Yeah, cuz I think uh I know Clemson's quarterback just entered his name into the uh transfer portal, DJ Ungle. Lele, which yep. I believe is his name. And is their starting quarterback hurt for Tennessee?
0: Yeah, he tore his ACL during the LSU game, I believe. Oof. Yeah. Um, and then Notre Dame, they play South Carolina, who honestly, South Carolina came bi- came on big at the end of the season. Um, oh, no, I think that's when he, the Tennessee quarterback tore his ACL was against South Carolina. But Notre Dame lost their starting quarterback. He put his name in the transfer portal as well, so he's gone. Well,
1: like, we have lots of that, and it. I know we're going off topic, people, but the amount of starting quarterbacks that have put their name in the transfer portal is out of control, and we haven't even hit like the start of done, bowl season yet.
0: I don't like we haven't even got to the point where anyone truly cares about it. Like, unless you're a fan of that team, you're kind of just going, okay. The only one that I know that West Virginia is excited about is a potential. There's a couple of tight ends that are leaving their schools. I believe one's from South Carolina. And then a kid, a wide receiver that was at Tennessee who committed to West Virginia and decommitted from West Virginia to go to Tennessee is now entered the transfer portal. And he's a top target for West Virginia again. So Big names are coming out. Uh, we'll see where things land. But, Kevin, what are your predictions on the two big bowl games, the playoffs? Who do you think? The playoffs? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Because I don't know what my ass is doing on New Year's Eve. I'm watching football.
1: It's going to be tough. Uh, I think I want to go. I think I want to go Georgia, Michigan, mm-hmm. with Georgia edging it out against Michigan at the end.
0: I think Georgia easily wins because Ohio State loses their top one of their top wide receivers. He's out. He's entered his name into yeah, the NFL going, draft. He's going, he's going. Yep. But I guess it was not because of anything but um, talking to doctors because of all the injuries he's had. Mm -hmm. They said, there's no point in you going and playing in this game, potentially getting hurt again. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to go focus on getting ready for the draft, which good for him. Go, Go do the smart thing for you and make money. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to pick the upset. I really want to see a big 12 team in that championship game. And I really think TCU can do it. The way that Michigan played against Purdue the other night, Granted, Michigan still won, but I think Purdue showed the way to beat them is ground game, short passes, and quick ball movement, which TCU, as we have seen because we've watched them the majority of the year being in the Big 12, is very good at doing that, and they're very good at comebacks, and they're very good at keeping games close. So I want them to win. I want to see them go up against Georgia, and Georgia will Inevitably win a battle. See what Georgia to
1: does. Yeah,
0: Georgia's gonna, unless something crazy happens and their tight end gets hurt and their Stetson ben, uh Benson gets destroyed, um, then we we'll would be fine. Do you know he's 25? The quarterback really? for Georgia.
1: Is he really? I mean, yeah, I feel been like he's surprised.
0: He's been in college for seven years. I
1: mean, hey, if you ain't got nothing else better to do, you might as well stay your ass in school.
0: Yeah, good for you, bro. I hope it doesn't take you that long to get your undergrad. And hopefully, you get a master's or something out of this too. Hey, man! But he he plays for school like Georgia.
1: He wins him a national championship. He'll be set for any job the hell he wants.
0: Oh, he has the job. He he won him the championship last year. He was JT's backup originally to start the year. Yeah, and then JT got hurt. Out of control. Do you want to pose this one question, though. What are your thoughts on top four? And is there anyone else that f- fall within that top ten that were deserving of having a shot at that, that top four spot?
1: I'll be 100% honest. I personally think they got it right. Mm-hmm. I think I look at it this way. Georgia has been consistent all year round. They've just been extremely superior. Uh, Michigan won. Only, I think their main one loss. Hold on. Michigan hasn't lost a game. They haven't lost a game, right?
0: Right. The only two teams that have lost a game is TCU and Ohio State in the top four.
1: Yeah, so Michigan Michigan undefeated. I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah. TCU, they lost one team. Did they lose? TCU is undefeated, aren't they? No,
0: TCU lost the title game. They lost the Big 12 title.
1: Okay. so They, they lost, lost to Kansas Big State. Yeah, so their only loss the entire year was the conference championship. And then I believe Ohio State's one of their main losses was to Michigan.
0: Their only so, loss was to Michigan.
1: Yeah, so I look at it as I think that is – as solid of a top four as you can get it based on how their records played out. Because say, for instance, if you were to put Alabama in that top four, that means you pretty much said that all these games are completely meaningless.
0: Yeah. So, I agree.
1: I think they got it right. the way everything played out The four they had in there was correct. So,
0: yeah, I think so too. I agree. Um, Georgia and Michigan definitely can are number one and number two, hands down. Uh, they could be flip-flopped depending upon how you look at the strength of schedules, but Georgia's held on to number one spot majority of the year. Um, TCU came within an elbow of winning the Big 12 title. There's the picture of the quarterback diving, and his, el- his left elbow hits before the ball goes over the, the um the line for touchdown. So that was so close, ridiculously close. And Ohio state got blown out by Michigan. Um, But overall put up really good numbers with consistent team all year. I agree. If you put in a team like Tennessee or a team like Alabama, who yes, do they deserve to have an opportunity to play in that? Yes. Because of how good they are, but they both lost two games. And they both lost big games. It wasn't like it was small. It wasn't like, oh, you know, TCU. Yeah, it was a big game that they lost, but it was our only game they lost at the end of the year to another ranked team. Besides that loss to Kansas State, they had beaten five top 25 teams. They didn't lose to top 25 teams until that game. I I put the nod to TCU. Um, plus, Watching Nick Saban beg on national television, it's pretty funny. I don't know if you saw that last week when they were asking him on college game, or it was a college game day or what it was, and he said, like, well, you know, I think we all deserve it, blah, blah, blah. I was like...
1: Man, if he no, was wouldn't... undefeated right now, he would be like, no, nah, they got to earn their spot, blah, 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 blah. It's yeah. just that he's mad that, you know, he's mad that his team wasn't that great this year.
0: No, and... I don't. I wonder if we're seeing the the end of because this is the first time ever that we haven't had Clemson or Alabama in the top four for pl- the college playoffs since it started.
1: Which, in my opinion, I think it's super it's refreshing fantastic. as a college football fan because it's just like every year. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be the game again, and of course, you know. We'll get probably get like that with Georgia if they continue to just slaughter everybody within the next three to four years. But I think I, I'm excited for when we expand that initial four to and that'll, is that, that gonna be is it gonna be eight or is it twelve? I keep drawing a link I away
0: believe it. it's supposed to go to twelve. So how it? I saw it, it got a, finally it was officially approved last week. So 2024 will be the official college playoffs for the national championship game. It'll be your top, I believe, top 12 teams. Um, The first four teams get an automatic buy, I believe is how it works. Nice. Um, And then they'll play the winners of certain brackets, and then it'll go from there. So it'll be great. It'll be a lot of football uh, for over a month period. Plus, you're going to have your other bowl games going on, so a lot of football coming up in the next couple of years. Be a lot of fun, um, you know. And hopefully, maybe we'll see our our boys up there uh, soon and, and playing in that playoffs. If they can do that, that'd be fantastic. Um, but
1: yeah. We'll see. So with the bowl game, you're you're correct. It's seeds one through four, one through four I get first round buys. Four highest remaining seeds will host lower seeds at sites to be determined. But from what I keep hearing is that the quarterfinal and semifinal games will be played at rotating bowl sites. National championship will continue to be played at neutral sites. And then existing conference relationships with bowls will be considered for game placements. So pretty it looks like pretty much all of them are going to be at their at like neutral sites, which is, I think, a good thing.
0: Oh man, I like that. Wasn't the original idea for them to have yeah, the a higher rank to host, hosts, which I think would have been amazing. I do agree that having a neutral site is preferable because it gives everybody the chance to be there to cheer on their team, and it doesn't just screw over the um,
1: away the fans. Team.
0: Yeah. So because yeah,
1: like because I'm looking at it, it's like say for instance if you were to split everybody up into it now, obviously the top four would get so that this is, a, oh, this is an older one. Oh, that's stupid. Why didn't they just, so the one they had is when they had uh, the, it was given to the four conference champions mm-hmm. Georgia, Michigan, Clemson, Utah. So then TCU would be next. And then TCU would end up facing Tulane. Like how fair of that would be for Tulane to go to TCU or right. like a game. You know But then
0: you have to. The thing is, is it's going to be a neutral site, right? Well, you have to find yeah. the neutral site that's in between both schools. You yeah, can't sit that's there and say, be a "Tough thing." Okay, so I'm in California. You're on the East Coast. You're coming to California, and we're, it's still going to be a neutral site. No, it has to be smack dab at at Texas. It needs to be played at the University of Texas. That's pretty close. It's You know, still gives advantage to California. It's a little closer, but or the
1: or the 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 Cotton Bowl is a good option for right there or something like that. So that has to be yes. That would have to be something to think about. So certain places are going to need to like figure out ways to to have locations. But that's you know that's going to be very interesting because normally these like games are locked in like previously. They just don't advertise who's playing until it gets closer. Right. So I'm very curious how. It would work because I feel like there's going to be a a point where somebody's just not going to be happy with oh where they're
0: it, no one's going to be happy it's it's still going to be the same old BS that we have nowadays. I wish they would just go back to the analytics and the and the computer systems to do all the rankings instead of having judgmental athletic directors do it. Um, but <laughs> that's. Not the point of this conversation. The point is just to, you know, talk about what the college football playoffs is looking like and what our thoughts are on it. Uh, With college football, and we kind of mentioned them before, let's slide over to our Mountaineers. Um, We'll first talk about the basketball team real quick. That Was it Saturday night? They played Xavier in Ohio, and they lost. They had the game. All game, they were dominating. Them. I watched the whole sec like most of the first half and all second half. Dude, they were killing it. They looked great, and then all of a sudden, it was a turnover, foul, bad shot selection, another foul. Like, and it just allowed Xavier to chisel back up and end up, I think, winning by ten. And it it was ridiculous. I was like, "What the heck, guys? You know, we should have won this game." Go home with a victory and they only have one loss on the season. But now we have two. Um I just I think they need to find their p- prowess on defense. You know, they need to figure that part out. Trey Mitchell looked really good. I besides having he had a lot of fouls. So he needs to clean that up before Big Twelve play. But they look good. They just need to stay consistent. They need to stay fighting every game. They can't just let take their foot off the gas or you know do a, one screw up and all of a sudden blow up in their face. So
1: Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see that West Virginia game because I was working, but I was looking at the stats on my phone. Oh uh, no, I was at a wedding with this weekend. That's why my voice sounds like the way it is. But I just feel like, again, it's the beginning of the season. There's always one of those losses that we get that just really is like it's a head-scratcher, and I think this is one of them. But I also look at it as this is a very new team. Mm -hmm. They're going to be new in the beginning before the season started that there's going to be some bumps in the road like this. But what has definitely become apparent is that we play to – the competition that we're going against, which we need to just figure out a way to just whoever we're playing, you need to step on the gas and then continue to press on the gas until the game is over. You can't just stop playing. You can't just not move the ball around. Can't keep shooting threes that aren't there. You gotta stay the course and, hopefully in time our guys figure that out big 12 play is coming we do have a couple of games that are coming up within the next week or so um if I look in at the schedule
0: it should uh, they should win majority of these games that are coming up
1: yeah so um, I'll give you give it a heads up we have Navy this Wednesday on Saturday we're facing UAB playing that'll Buffalo. be a good game
0: and Buffalo's a good team this year too.
1: Buffalo on, on the eighteenth and on the twenty second playing Saint Stony Brook. Yep. And then so that should that should we should literally be what are we right now? We're at six and two. That should literally be take us to ten and two. It's a big twelve play.
0: Um, I think it, I think we should the only one I would be worried about is Buffalo. I think that could be a potential um, Loss, but I do believe we should be either 10 and 2 or 9 and 3 going into Big 12 play. Yeah. Which
1: I feel, yeah, because I much feel better like than we were last year. Yeah, because I definitely feel like we should easily go through the Navy UAB. We beat them at UAB the other year before last year. Yep. That was a big one. Um, that was our
0: biggest win last year. Yeah.
1: Craziness.
0: Yeah. So I
1: definitely. I definitely think we should be 10-2 by the end of this. And yep. if we're not, then that means we have a problem.
0: Yeah. If we, if we only win – if we win two of these games, then we have a big issue. Then there's something else going on. Um, if we win three, okay, there's probably something there that we need to figure out. But you'll have a little bit of break between cr- for Christmas and um, Big 12 play so they can work it out. And the first uh, – is it the first game we play in Big 12 is Kansas? Kansas that's State. So, oh, Kansas State. And then the Kansas game is a couple of days later. And that game is completely sold out in Morgantown.
1: Yeah. Which,
0: when I saw that, I'm like, that's not a shocker. It always sells out. Uh mm-hmm. Everyone shows up for that game. So, it, I am excited. Um, Now that they're going to be a little bit more on national television with the Big 12 coming up, I'll be able to watch them a little more. Um so. yeah. I, I agree. At, it's
1: tough having to go on like ESPN, trying to search for our game. It's annoying. ESPN
0: Plus every day, Fox Sports One. I know, so hard to find the games. But um, two names have come up, and I just added one to our list here, Kevin, of West Virginia players that are transfer have entered their transfer portal. We already knew about um, our tight end. Oh. Or all the other one, a couple other players, which wasn't a surprise, but these two actually come to a surprise to me. But one less than the other. Uh, Reese Smith is leaving West Virginia. Uh, he is a stud baseball player, but also a pretty decent wide receiver. Um, I'm okay with it. We're we have some good young wide receivers coming up. Um, I'm happy that I haven't seen Prather's name pop up on this list because there was rumors that he might leave. Uh, as well as Donaldson, so. Well, let's... it is also Monday, four forty-one. Stop it! Pray
1: Stop to it. God, nothing like that happens. We
0: do not speak that into existence. Um, but this one is—I, I, I'm a little shocked by this one with Crowder leaving. But I guess not because he did not get any playing time except for the um, Towson game this year. That was the only time he played. Nico played in the Oklahoma State game at the end of the year. Yeah.
1: I feel bad for Crowder because, like, he definitely had some potential. It's just that, unfortunately, there's just two guys that are just way – in this system are just way better than him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's a kid that he wants to go play. And if you're a quarterback, you should want to play. So – maybe he transfers to somewhere that's gonna give him some playing time and then he moves back up somewhere but he just unfortunately he got the shorthand shorthand of the stick and of course there's there's also another quarterback coming in this recruiting class so
0: yeah is he like a three star four star quarterback too he's pretty yeah
1: three star guy but then also what and he I think he realizes this too is West Virginia is a big name program. I could also assume that we're going to probably try for, if there's a quarterback out there that we like, we might try for him also, and that's in the transfer portal.
0: I don't want to do that this year. Only because I want Garrett to take this team, or Nico. I want one of those two to take over. Um, Nice part is, though, is Nico didn't waste his red shirt, so he could technically red shirt next year if things transpire. Like you're saying, if we get another quarterback in the transfer portal, we could actually redshirt Nico, um, which is it wouldn't be a bad thing. It would give him to his junior year to actually then become the starter. Yeah. Maybe. But I do like what I saw in Garrett Green. He brought that running ability that JT Daniels does not have. Um, and they showed a stat line of all the quarterbacks in the Big 12. Um, JT Daniels had negative running yards. Everyone else had positive running yards. So it's the way of the game now is you need to be mobile. You need to be able to at least move. You need to be
1: mobile. Yeah.
0: Um, And Crowder can do that. Nico can do that uh, as well, but he's also more of a pocket passer, but can move and throw at the same time. So that's always nice. Crowder was always a pocket passer. He wasn't going to move as much. He was going to sling it from where he was. He wasn't going to step out of the pocket, and if he did, you knew he was going to try to run a little bit and then go down, which is fine. That's the type of quarterback you are. Totally fine. I wish him the best of luck if, you know, going to, say, a uh, community college or whatever it is, getting more reps. He probably mean,
1: could go down to Division I, AA, the FCS.
0: Yeah. He could. Yep. You know, if these two want to go to my old school, UNH, go right ahead. They need some. They need a quarterback. They need a new wide receiver go ahead, do what you want to do. So um I am excited for that, but I'm also excited for this upcoming football season. and we'll kind of touch on that here with this part of the conversation with our new athletic director was introduced officially today um Ren Baker, the dude got off his jet off the West Virginia private jet in freaking Jays a whole suit and Jays. I love him already. I love him. <laughs> he can do no wrong at this point. No wrong. He just so, needs
1: a blue and gold pair to match where he is now because he's he wearing had, a green pair.
0: Was it green? I thought it was navy blue.
1: Yeah, it was a, a like a like a clay green that he was wearing for the main green he was formerly ah,
0: working it's okay. for. It's okay. He, we're in Nike school. Nike will hook him up. Come on. You would hope so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll just call. Over and be like, um, let's go, or just give Huggins the, ask Huggins to do it for him. Huggy Huggy Bear will do it, considering yeah. Huggy still wears sneakers that came out th- four years ago.
1: <laughs> because Hugs can do whatever the hell he wants. So Hugs, damn right Hugs. he rocks it.
0: He, he does what he wants. When that boy retires, he has a job in that athletic department doing whatever the heck he wants. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they did talk about Neil Brown. Um, you know if you haven't heard you haven't seen the reports neil brown is going to be the coach for the 2023 west virginia mountaineers football program um i think part of that is buyout reasons like kevin has mentioned a million times because i always tell him i don't care i don't want to listen to that i just think you should lose we should get rid of them um but it is true (laughs) 16.9 million dollars is a lot of money next year it's 12 million dollars so it's still a lot of money but a lot less um and it just goes down after that. But Ren was very good on his response. He goes, I'm excited to walk arm in arm with this guy into this upcoming season and see what we can do. Um, he can't speak on the program right now because he's only been there for a couple of days. But uh, President G, which is such a weird, I feel like I'm calling him a G and it's G-E-E. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He was at the press conference and they asked relative same question. And he basically mentioned that we had the toughest schedule. If you looked at any college football schedule across the board, who had the toughest schedule all year? We did. We had the toughest schedule. We put our team in the worst scenarios, worst positions ever. You know, we went up against Pittsburgh. We went up against Virginia Tech. Then we go up against you know top ranked teams in the Big Twelve. You know we're not we don't go up against slouches, which I like. I know teams just do the warm up games and their slouch games, whatever. But we really need to look at this because is it next year, or the year after we play? This year we have Pittsburgh and Penn State. Yeah, like that's tough. The following year is Penn State
1: Alabama. Like, yeah, we're not setting ourselves up. To, if we're trying to go to the college football playoff, the way we're structuring our schedule is not gonna get us there because it's too hard. You don't see Alabama or places like Georgia doing the scheduling that we're doing.
0: Nope. Like you're not putting
1: two uh power five conferences in your schedule. You're maybe putting one. Yeah, and it's put, like there are maybe they can beat you.
0: They put one in there and then they put two slouch games in there. Yeah. They always have, a, they have a, a slouch game to start the year, or it's like a big game, like they've been doing more and more now. Is your bit one of your big games is at the beginning of the year to get everyone excited? Then you have a slouch game, then you have an easy like, man, we could beat these guys, it's not hard, but it'll be a good game. Then you get into potentially a conference game, and then all of a sudden, mid conference schedule, you have a slouch team like, yeah. oh, we're gonna bring UAB up for a practice. It's like, what the f- wait, what? What are you doing? Like, we need to do this. We need to change that model. And I hope that Ren does that. I don't care how much money Alabama is going to give us to go and do this series with them. Part of me doesn't want to do it. um, Just because of strength of schedule. It's too hard. You know, we already put ourselves through the grind with Big 12 football, which besides SEC and Big 10, it's pretty damn tough every team's, you know, always up for a fight. So, um, but what do you think about the new AD so far? I know it's, he's only been there for a little bit. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I caught his press conference a little bit. Um, I think he's, I think he's excited. I, I just, you know, it's day one. He hasn't been able to do anything yet, but you know, he's doing all the right things right now. He's shaking the right hands. Um, It's just a matter of what's going to happen next because right now he's got a really fixed football and that's going to be a strong task at hand. So I think only time will tell. And honestly, who knows how long, like, I think right now the program is in like a, a time period where like it's, we're waiting on something to happen, whether that's us firing our head coach, Whether that's us all of a sudden getting better. We're we're waiting for something to happen. And until that happens, we're kind of in this odd time of like flux.
0: Yeah. So. And he's going to be, he has to, you know, when Huggins retires, it's his job.
1: Yeah.
0: Who are you going to replace a legend? That is a job I would not want. I am so sorry, but... I would not want that job to replace him. But you know oh, he's gonna have Huggins retires, Huggins gonna have say on who he gets who who goes there.
1: Oh yeah, for you, sure. You
0: you know it. He's not gonna just let an athletic director go and do it himself. He's gonna be like, mm, no, I'm gonna sit in on every meeting. I'm gonna make the decision. And that's how it's gonna go, which is fine. That's the way it should be with especially in West Virginia. Like uh, there's only if there's one person that you don't piss off at West Virginia University, that's Huggins. And that's apparently what Shane Lyons did. And that was part of the reason why Shane Lyons is gone. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know,
1: shout out to Shane Lyons. He he done what he's done, but he's no yep. longer with us. I'm looking forward to see what Mr. Baker, Ren Baker is going to do. Um just got to keep taking care of the state. And honestly, I'm not going to worry about until him to work with Huggins until Huggins decide he wants to leave. Because right now he feels like he's got a couple more years left to go. So we're yeah. just going to keep it that positivity. going. Oh, yeah. He's,
0: he's probably got three or four more years left in him. Um, But the one thing I did like, and I heard this on Pat McAfee's podcast, and it's been all over Twitter and Instagram and everything. The day Ren got the job reached out to Matt reached out to Pat and said like trying to mend that relationship because that relationship with a man that has the media that he has the coverage that he has has been horrible for the past few years um you know he's not doesn't rep any thing West Virginia he's got a couple things in his you know on his podcast show with it but that's it and he came out and said it we're the most you know what it was the worst watch worst team in the country most disappointing team in the country on college game day man wasn't wrong man was right um but it's really good to see that ren reached out already and said let's figure something out you know i want to i want to mend this relationship According to Pat, he hadn't opened the message yet because he's like, I don't want to leave them on red and not respond. So um, I think Pat will reach out. I think we'll start seeing some of the things we missed with Lions near the end. There wasn't as many former players back. Um, I think we'll see a little bit more of that moving forward um, and more openness of what the program does, you know, allowing people into the buildings and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited. You need to. All right, Kevin. The world needs to know what Laker jersey you have on, because I was there.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, so, Mary and I had a great time going around, and I'll boop. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's been a long weekend. But, yes, I have the logo today with the classic jersey from
0: seventy one, seventy two.
1: Yes, 1971-72. Great jersey! I'm. This is gonna. I definitely feel like this is gonna be a really nice jersey to wear when it's summertime. So I I can't wait to bring this out when the weather is not freezing. Oh my Um, god! It was
0: so cold this morning.
1: Yeah, I woke up and I saw frost all over my car. I was like, "Man, thank God I'm not going to work because I needed this day off to just recover." Like I'm forever not going to have a voice. It just seems like I'm just not gonna have a voice anymore until until January. Yeah.
0: That's okay. Just smell you you know, just have a pack a day and you'll be good. Um
1: goodness. Guys, I just wanna let you guys know that became a running joke at the end of last week's show. Uh, but no, I don't smoke a pack a day. I actually hate smoking. It's just I have to yell a lot at both of my work locations. And I'm just feeling the power right now.
0: Hey, I'll give it to you, man. I love that jersey. I I actually, was that the one I told you? That was one I picked out because... You did. You did. uh,
1: Because I was like, do I go Kareem? And you go, that is the dumbest question I have ever had you say to me. And I'm like, you know what? You are probably not wrong. But... uh,
0: We'll talk we'll about t- that. We'll talk about that in a minute. That was funny as all hell. Yes. <laughs> oh. But yes,
1: I do like your shirt, Merrick. It's really nice. It looks like it has a taxi cab on it. And I it my, does.
0: I got my tag. I didn't wear a hat today because I just, I didn't wear one all day. But I wore my new shirt that Kevin was so graciously got for me. Um, it is the Nike taxi shirt. So on the back of it has the fares and everything. Honestly, one of the coolest shirts we saw. Um at the Nike Town Nike store in uh New York City. Um we had we spent a long time there, we had a blast. Um we'll talk about that after we talk about fantasy football because both of our teams so far are just god-awful. Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so right now I am on the verge of losing all three, but thank oh, god. By the love of God one of my teams is down by one. It's the kicker from, from Tampa Bay who I have left Ryan stuck up. So if I can just get one field goal, I'm wow. all good. So that should be one W there, but I pretty much lost my other two. So put it in perspective, the one team in my one league, she beat me 222 to 99.
0: Oh, my God, Kevin.
1: Yeah, pretty much like she had one, two, three, four players with, I'm sorry, five players with at least uh, 20, 20 points.
0: Wow. Well, I, uh, I'm on the verge of going one and two right now. I, I actually, I could go two a one or one and two. I'm definitely going to win in one league. I'm up by 30-plus points already, and he has one person left to play. Crushing it. Uh, And it's Mike Evans. So unless Mike Evans goes off for, like, four touchdowns, then I'm okay. Um, Next league, I'm going to lose. I have no one left to play, else to play, and I'm already down by 13, and she's got one more player in. And she has Mike Evans. What the hell am I – wow, I'm playing against Mike Evans all over tonight. <laughs> and then this is the worst – this league – My team decided just not to show up ever. You know, I have 65 points and my buddy I'm playing up against has 57. He has Ryan suck up. So I need suck up not to score eight points. I need suck up to get like five, like seven points is fine. I don't care. As long as he does not score eight points, then I'll win. Oh my gosh. Like the margin of victory now for him is 0.4. So I just literally need nothing from suck up. Suck up just needs to be god awful, all night.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: I don't even that's know who, who's the buck. Who are the bucks even playing?
1: Uh, I literally just saw it. Hold on. I think it's.
0: Oh, it's New Orleans.
1: Yeah, and it was like a big, like a rivalry game. i just couldn't figure out the name yet. They are. Oh.
0: This is the wrong team. Yeah, uh, at Temple Bay. Wow, well, they still they still don't play against them well. So maybe yeah, really uh, tough. maybe maybe that would be a good thing.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed. Alrighty, Oops.
0: All right. Let's talk about last night and yesterday's all afternoon. Holy mother of yes. God, we walked a lot. Yes, we did. We walked. Well, let's see. I got to we both got to the city about the same time and met up around like 12, 12 uh, 30-ish. Yep. Um, at the Nike store. So if you haven't haven't been in New York City in a while or whatever, it's back to pre-pandemic levels of people um and they closed down part of Fifth Avenue, which was pretty cool so you could walk in the roads and basically get to st- stores easier um it was really nice. We spent I would say a lot of time in Nike um we checked out each floor. they got some cool um immersion technology where they had a you try on LeBron 20s. And actually try them on and play in them a little bit in a virtual setting, which was really cool. I thought that was dope. Um, if we had time, I would have signed up to do it, but <laughs> a bit bad because I'm yeah. old, old, the old man doing that.
1: No, there's definitely adults that like to do those things too. But yeah, um, Nike Want to See, it's their flagship store. Super, super fun to go into. Fifth floor, they had some customizations of hoodies. Which I did a customization of one hoodie because I love what they do those customizations. Um, you'll probably see it on one of these episodes at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but that you know it's it's like a whole spectacle. So like you you go up all the floors. You got to make sure you go around. But I'll be honest. I think the longest time. The only reason we were there so long was because we had his bathroom and the bathroom line. Was literally for oh like my god! That line was forty-five minutes.
0: That line was ridiculous. Like the, the guy wasn't kidding. You need to get up there fast. Okay, get up there. Oh well, there's a buttload. That's of That's why he here. said you got to go up there. Yeah, yeah. And then then we spent a lot of time upstairs doing the customization stuff. But that was because we had to pick. You had to pick everything out and then do all of that. But you yeah. you got it lucky. Was, You got lucky; you were able to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were originally not going to let me do it, but I was like, "Oh, they're like, oh wait, well, how many are you doing?" I'm like, "I just really just going to get a hoodie," and they're like, "All right, well, we we have enough time for a hoodie." I'm like, "All right, perfect."
0: Yeah. So I I am. I am kicking myself that I didn't get a hat.
1: Well, I knew that was going to happen, but I also was looking (laughs) out for you and did not want you getting yelled at by your wife. I
0: told I told my wife about the. The pigeon and she goes, Why would you put a pigeon on hat? I was like, The pigeon was cool because looking. That's I, cool. I thought it was dope, but she's like, Oh my god. Bah. I'm like, yeah. Okay, fine.
1: So after we went there, we went down uh, Fifth Avenue. We stopped into a store that I didn't expect to see, which there was an entire store dedicated to Paris Saint Germain. Yes, that Paris Saint Germain for soccer. So uh, we, we took a lap in there and it was cool so if anybody is a big PSG fan or you love Neymar and Mbappe that is the place for you um so we stopped in there for a hot minute and then we went to the NBA store and we found lots and lots of fun things in the NBA oh my
0: god we spent we spent way too long in the NBA store um but not as long as we were in, in Nike. Nike 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 we spent the most. but um the NBA store was a lot of fun. They have three levels. main level is basically all men's jerseys for every single team, a couple of other things bottom floor is kids, memorabilia and I believe women's was down there yeah,
1: they had all all that down there, which is just... different from the layout that I originally went to because right what they' different than when... was they usually did was that main floor where we walk into the store is all current team member memorabil- all current team apparel, jerseys, and everything. You go up to the top floor. It was strictly like hats, your accessories, all of the type of knickknacks up top. Then downstairs was still kids, but then they had a whole section that was just dedicated to Mitchell and Ness. So yep. all your Mitchell and Ness product was down right on the bottom men's women's and kids so i think it's i think the layout is a lot better and easier to understand now and they had a customization thing on both the bottom floor and the top and the top floor
0: floor. yep but like we walked in we were like kids in a candy store like oh like running around like having way too much fun Uh, i ended up getting a city edition tatum jersey for this year uh which is great because marcus smart did not play last night so it was good to switch out that jersey real quick, but honestly, I loved it in there. It was a lot of fun. Kevin enjoyed spending plethora of, of dollar bills. Uh,
1: well, I <laughs> was I was originally just gonna get the jersey, but then but I, ended I up pointed out a this. shirt. Yeah, yeah, you 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 made me splurge a touch more, but yeah, I was really just gonna walk out with this bad boy.
0: Um, what was that? That was my phone. It was like I didn't get the, just oh, oh my God that was on. funny
1: uh Instagramable moment right there oh God but, um yeah I I mean I was just gonna get this jersey uh but I ended up buying like a shirt too so that was cool yeah. uh and then afterwards n b a store we took our ride to Brooklyn, which was a uh, walk across not too bad had to no walk refresh refresh myself on how to walk around New York City because it's literally been so long um yep. Went and then down
0: you fell asleep on the train.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, knew that was gonna happen because I was super comfy and it was warm. So fell asleep on the train. Train was only what five stars?
0: Yeah, we were on it for maybe twenty minutes, maybe.
1: Yeah. Shout out to the Q train for working its magic. Um then we went ahead, got we went, we were looking for someplace to eat, ended up seeing Dave and Busters to go watch the Football games, which was cool. Saw the Giants and Commanders not want to win the game. Yeah. And then we watched the Jets almost come back and win the game. Uh, so we got to take, check that out and relax there for a bit. And then we were on to the Barclays Center where I needed to get me.
0: And this uh, is where Kevin jersey. spent more green things.
1: <laughs> so I found me. It was funny. Mary and I searched the whole way of the net store. And the net store.
0: Horrible layout. Way bigger.
1: Way bigger than when I last was there. Which was great. But the layout of the aisles was just like so small. Like you could. Me and Mary probably could fit the aisles and that's it. But then there was like 12 people in an aisle. and You couldn't even breathe.
0: You couldn't walk. Like you couldn't comfortably walk down that aisle unless you were the only person in that aisle.
1: Yeah. So I went, spent my time looking for a jersey. Finally, I run to this like, one guy. I'm like, "Yo, where'd you get this jersey?" He's like, "Oh, they have it right there." I'm like, "Hey, you have an extra large?" And then got me an extra large. Got me the jersey. I won't say who it is because that'll be for when I debut another jersey on another episode. So we'll mm-hmm. keep that hush hush for now. Then uh, I got me a 10 year anniversary pin. And yeah, I, got, I wanted to get me – well, yeah, I definitely want – and I wanted to get the T-shirt. I was hoping for a long sleeve because it's cold, but it's a, of the whole the old retro Nets nets jersey. So I was like, you know, I'm going to rock with it. And then we proceeded to our seats when, Merit, I have to say, I thought I did a great job of our seats. I thought our seats – we had great seats for the game. Oh, dude, so, they,
0: were, they were perfect seats, Kevin. You did a fantastic job. If you guys have not been to the Barclays Center, one, it is a perfect arena for basketball. Uh, they built it perfectly for that. You do not feel like we set up in the 200 levels, um, but you felt like you're on top of the game. You're seeing it. Um, you know, you didn't feel, feel like you were all the way up in the nosebleeds. So that was a great feeling. The game itself was fantastic. We had a blast. Yeah. Um I'd have to say it was almost 50-50 Celtics-Nets fans in that arena at one point. Um, Yeah. There was a lot of Celtics fans cheering. I don't – the majority of the game, that you know, the Nets came out firing, had a great first quarter. All of a sudden, Jalen Brown, like, found his Reggie Miller – inside Reggie Miller or something and just kept stroking it from three. Um, And he had a great game, of course. Tatum – Finally, figured it out in the second quarter into the third and just went off. Um, Kevin did fall asleep during the first quarter, which is pretty funny. I had to hit him.
1: I did fall asleep, honestly. I knew it was going to happen because I've been spent all weekend. Um, but yeah, it was funny. So, the moment that I like was sitting down, and then when I woke up from my like mini nap, it went from being half full to the entire stadium completely full which yeah. is really funny. On a Sunday so, night
0: with football in the area going on, that was a lot of people which was great.
1: Along with also the Knicks were playing at home. So you had football, you had the Knicks, you had uh the Nets all playing in one day. It's crazy, absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. Um finished it up. You guys will get a you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks you'll get the "we out here" version. Um, You know, our producer's a little busy because he's still in school, so he's got a lot of stuff going on. So we'll give him benefit of the doubt on that. But you know, we ended it up. I got home by eleven, like just about ten forty-five, and you got home like what ten thirty?
1: Yeah, literally like ten thirty. Uh, yeah. got home. So super easy. Yeah, I think, honestly, the longest thing was just waiting for my bus to arrive. I was like, oh, like the, yeah. the, the ride back to Barclays was super simple. It was on a train full of people because we're all going back. Everyone's going back home. But literally, it just took forever for that train to arrive. But, I, again, great experience. Um, Definitely would do it again. And we're going to be doing more stuff again. Yeah. So, you know, I know. We have a lots of things planned, so you guys will stay tuned. And I mean, I know you guys are probably like, "Yo, you guys are like traveling a lot just for this." But honestly, I would. I'm still doing these things that I would normally do if I wasn't on the podcast. So this is just an added bonus. So yeah,
0: and we've got a lot coming up. We have. We don't have anything left for December. December, we are done with. Because it's a Christmas time, it's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of money is already being spent in the holiday season. Um, but for myself, January 7th, I'm going to Stony Brook Towson basketball game. So not too far from me with one of my buddies. And he, I asked him last night if he wanted to be on the We Out Here version. He said, heck yeah. So he will be joining me on that. Uh, so we'll have a, a, a little, another mini episode there. Is at the end of January, we go to the bas- the hockey game.
1: Yeah, we got end of January where it's the Islanders game so I will be driving up to you so we can go ahead and do watch that game together. Yep. And then February, February is going to be a very busy month for me. So, yeah, you February got a lot. 10th, February 10th, it's me and Cyrus going to Philly to watch my next play at the Wells Fargo Center. And then the very next day, I'm going to MSG with a couple of my friends to see the Knicks play against the Jazz at MSG on the bridge
0: you better you better film both if you do not film oh, both oh no I'll be i'm mad.
1: good at film both now the question is do i do philly as its own episode and then
0: new york yes. does its own episode yes you got okay. two episodes out of that because we want to be able to see the full effect of kevin in his natural environment at an MSG game on the bridge
1: yes which, you know, one of these days, if we can find a Groupon for a cheap one, <laughs> yeah. we could totally go and experience it together.
0: I would definitely it's be done. I've, I've never been in an MSG. And
1: it'd be easy because you just gotta go to 34th Street. I
0: Station just can and take get the
1: a... train to Penn Station, right?
0: I literally can take the t- the train from Ron bus straight to Penn. That's what I did yesterday.
1: Yeah. So and then and get I can r- literally
0: off right there.
1: I can literally take the train right by my house, right into Penn Station, or I can do the same thing. I can take the bus and just simply walk the eight blocks down, which is no problem at all.
0: No, the walking is nothing. It was, like, easy yesterday. Um, And then March, we have the Celtics-Knicks game in Boston.
1: In Boston. Um,
0: That, sir, will be a hell of a time for sure. Yes. Um, I got to make
1: sure – I have the Monday off for that one, so I can. Yes,
0: I do, too, enjoy. just so we can travel back. Yes. That'll be our travel day. Um, I'll probably have to work when I get home, but that's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's the episode. Evan, Kevin, you got any final notes, anything you want to add?
1: Uh No. Um, I, I think right now you guys haven't had an episode with just the two of us, so we just wanted to give you one. My work schedule this week is just crazy with the holidays so uh, we want to get an episode in um and yeah so this is technically episode 61 overall so we're just cruising like by yeah. the time it hits like March we'll be 70 and then we'll be celebrating the episode 75 and then we'll be eventually hitting 100 at some point.
0: We'll hit 100 in just before October next year so
1: oh my goodness everyone
0: that's oh. continually to listen thank you uh hopefully you yes. guys are enjoying these we out here v- videos um we'll keep doing those we'll figure out other events maybe that aren't just sporting events that we'll go to that we'll be going to um but yeah guys that's that's all we got tonight so enjoy it
1: yes um shall i out us let's go you got to go to yoga all right I do need to go to yoga. So here we go. Outro time, everyone. So first off, thank you guys for listening to us, wherever you listen to us. Uh, if you need to find where we listen to us, follow us at Manly Musings Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're also on Amazon. Feel free to continue to watch us on the YouTube uh, at the Manly Musings Podcast. Follow Merit at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. Follow me at Cakewave six two four. Follow the podcast Instagram for any fun updates at the Manly Musings Pod. Uh, we're gonna have a couple of episodes coming probably back to back, real quick. You'll have Jess's episode with the Governor's Challenge, yeah. which definitely you guys want to tune into because it's great because that's coming up this month of December. I probably may do a little something something on our Instagram to help go ahead and just you know shout out and promote it. Justin is my guy. And then of course, this one's going to be coming out soon as well. And we're out here series. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, And just so stay along for the ride. We appreciate you. Have a good night. Peace y'all.